Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. This is episode 127, Creative Ways to Set Your Table. Love that table. I'm really excited to get into this because there are some things, just general rules and regulations about table setting that I know we're going to talk about, and then we're probably going to break those rules and stretch them. And so it's going to be a really um, interesting episode, I think. And uh, maybe not everybody knows exactly where everything's supposed to go, and, and they're feeling a little unsure about it. So we'll set that straight, and then we'll tell you how you can break the rules. It's creative ways. Yeah, very creative. I feel like mentioning something before we get going because I got to see Kelly this week. (laughs) In fact, we spent quite a bit of time together. Yeah, I was going to say C is really probably, you know, just a euphemism for what happened. You spent an inordinate amount of time with me. That's right. Awesome. It was so much fun. Fabulous. I mean, the only thing that could have made it better was. Having Yvonne with oh, us, but yeah, she I was busy. I know. Well, somebody yeah. has to hold down the fort, the podcasting <laughs> fort, the blogging fort, right. all of that, putting up Christmas trees and all that stuff. So Anita and I got to head to Texas. Well, she was already there, but she had to drive to a clearly different spot in Texas and four uh-huh, or five right. hours away from where she lives. And mm-hmm. I jumped on a plane and we met and we uh, were brought there by the people that do uh, the Texas flip and move. Mm-hmm. And we got to help set up the house and they brought us in t- as stylists and designers and it was a blast. It was absolutely a blast helping get it, helping them get that house ready for the auction. So it was a quick turnaround. We we worked on it for three days and uh, we were just uh, moving quickly. We had a lot to do in a short amount of time. And Kelly and I got to know each other really, really well. I got to meet Nita Jean's mom I and know. her Aunt Gloria. <laughs> That's right. Or... As family calls her, Aunt Glordine. Yeah, Glordine. She she offered up her uh, house, which was not too far away, her weekend house on the lake. And, uh, you know, we didn't get to spend too much time lounging by the lake. Actually, none. But no. it was no, so nice we to left- be in a cozy little house at night after we That's worked That's right. So but, I mean, we left, you know, in the dark in the morning. We got home after dark. I mean, they were long days we were exhausted or, but we took that house mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Uh, you know um, like just this side of almost demolished to actually a really beautiful house in really a day when you think about it because we couldn't get in there for a couple of days they were still working on it so it really needed a lot of help and it was really fun to put our creative minds together and and work with Anita there was one thing that I was laughing though we had this one little flower arrangement that I had just thrown together. We didn't have a lot of choices with our florals. And Mm -hmm. it was so funny because I would put it on one side of the kitchen and then I'd go back and it'd be on the other side of the kitchen. I know. And then then someone else moved it. It wasn't just me moving things. Other people were moving things. It was so funny. But I think I just laughed to myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so funny. And by the end of the day, I was like, let's just get it done. But I, there are... Our um, creativity really meshed and we just jammed. So um, you guys will be able to see it 
in what like January, something like that. Well, we don't know, but we'll let you know as soon as we find out. But it was interesting because there were certain concepts, and that's why I really wish Yvonne had been there too, because there were so many things we say on the podcast that I could just hear in my head while yeah. we were working. Limited color palette. We really worked to have kind of co- of a cohesive look and throughout the entire house. So it's the same color palette all of the rooms. And that was fun. And then, although I think I like my artwork a little bit lower than Kelly does. <laughs> well, because I'm so tall, you know, so I really- Well, I don't know why you were wanting so tall. I'm like, I felt like <laughs> saying, but haven't you listened to the podcast? You're not supposed to put it up that high. We're going to have to have another podcast about that. But oh, anyway, yeah, it was okay. super fun. And we definitely mixed, um, let's just say we mixed highs, sort of, with low, low lows to make it look really good. <laughs> That's an interesting combination, size, um, highs, sort of, and low, low, lows. <laughs> well, it's a it's a very tight budget on those houses. And uh, yeah, it was the second time I've been there, so I had some experience before. But there was a bust of a woman. It was like a group, oh, you know, kind yeah. of bust. Mm-hmm. And we <laughs> called it Yvonne, and we carried it around with us. We took a oh, picture yeah, sure of hearts. ourselves with Thank Yvonne you. and all the pillows. <laughs> we picked so, it out the first day. when We can we are not allowed to show you pictures yet, but when we can show you yeah. pictures, we'll show you Yvonne. We, we had her surrounded yes, by all Yes, I haven't even pillows. seen them yet. No, no, no. no. Uh-uh. But you ended up in the dining room. I think you'll be quite pleased oh, with where oh, we put you. So, yes. Let's go back. Raining court there. Holding court. <laughs> let's go to the dining room. What do you yes, think, okay. girls? Okay. Yes, I think we're ready for the dining room. So I thought it'd be fun today to talk about kind of some unique things, but uh, about what we like to do with our table. And I think you can break some rules. Uh, you know, for example, you know, no placemats on top of the tablecloths, but you know, sometimes we might have done something like that in the house. I'm not going to say, but you know, I mean, that's certainly something that you could do to break a rule. I'm trying to think what rule that I actually stick to. Well, let me, let me jump in here with the rules just in case. Okay. Somebody's not a question in their mind. Okay. So in your very basic setting, you're going to have your plate and then you're going to have your forks on the left and your knives and spoons on the right. And you're going to have them in the order of usage. So from the outside, so say the salad would be the furthest fork away, right? And the spoon would be to the far right of the um, of the knife. That's just the way that's set up. And then if you had a bread and butter, a little a smaller plate and maybe a butter knife or something that would be on the left. So if you were dining with other people, you you would go to the left for yours. And then the glassware is going to be sort of upwards from the knife on the right-hand side. And if you have more than a water glass and you're going to have some wine or champagne, they would sort of form a triangle right near the water glass. And Emily Poe says that you would have the napkin to the left of the fork or on the plate, not under the fork. That right. was kind of interesting to me because I have always been brought up where the, the napkin was under the forks. Well, that's the way I was brought up too. And then I was kind of a, you know, a shock to the system when I became an adult to realize that that napkin goes to the left. But typically I tend to put the napkin more often because, you know, I want a beautiful napkin or a napkin ring. I like to put it on the center of the plate. I think it adds so much. So if you have something beautiful, I prefer on the plate. I'm glad to hear that she's mentioning the plate. But the other thing is to put it in your wine glass. I think that's a beautiful Mm -hmm. way to uh, play around with the Mm -hmm. napkin as well. And so far, 
Mm-hmm. There's only one rule that I continually don't break. And what what's is that? that? Having the plate in front in like versus <laughs> what? The rest, I know, but the rest of them, I mean, like I'm all over the map. Well, okay. I don't know if you, yeah, I mean, and if you look at the 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 palace, and maybe you know, the, the glass. The queen, mm-hmm. they've got the rulers out. I mean, the plate is the exactly so many inches from the edge of the table. I mean, I don't. <laughs> oh worry well, about Mr. All that Carson stuff. would just be all. <laughs> oh, he would just be baffled from by what to Abby. today. I yes. would need more staff for that girl. <laughs> exactly, isn't that the truth? Uh, so, I, so let's talk about some things that you might want to do that would be kind of a creative thing to do with the table. Is there anything that you like to do that's unique, Kelly? Well, sometimes I like to bundle the utensils together mm-hmm. and tie them with a little twine or a ribbon or something like that. And that can sit on top of, so you have the plate and then you could put the napkin and then you could have the utensils sort of bundled together. Um, I know, Anita, you had mentioned um, those little tiny Christmas stockings that you could tuck the yes. utensils inside those of. And I think so that's charming. so charming mm-hmm. too. Um, so more making more of the plate the focus. And, you know, maybe that works when you have um, more people too, because then you have taking up less real estate on either side and it's a little bit more compact and you could fit more people on. So that might be actually a good idea for the holidays uh, as practical mm-hmm. purposes as well. Mm-hmm. So you have more room on the table for other things like, you know, side dishes and whatnot. Right. And, and then... I- Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, to add to what you're saying, I was just thinking about, as you were saying that, the chargers and something that I do instead of using chargers is I got rather large plates. I really think they're platters. And I use those for my chargers. And it, they're mm-hmm. cream-colored plates, so it's really anything you put on them looks great. And it's such a nice base and adds so much heft to the table setting. I really think that's a, a great thing to do if you have that option. It's nice when it's also, uh, you know, a ceramic or porcelain type of plate because it serves a decorative purpose too, particularly if you're going to take the time to set the table a day or so earlier and you just want it to look pretty. You wouldn't just put a charger out, you know, like a rattan one or a gold one or a brass one or something. You would put a plate on top of it. But if you've already, if you're plate is oversized and it's acting like a charger as well, you can just leave that out and it looks like a real table setting already. Mm-hmm. There's three areas on a table that I get like to get creative. In other words, other than that, use your you can use your every day. Um, but I like to get a little creative with a centerpiece, like down the center of the table. I like to get creative on top of a stack of dishes and then also with a napkin and napkin ring. And that frees you up a lot. And I always say buy a set of white dishes or have enough mix and match white dishes that you have basically what we know is a set because a lot of white dishes look beautiful if you mix them and match them. But a centerpiece, I think you can get so creative for so little money. There's so many. The sky is the limit on those things. Mm -hmm. Oh, And I'll tell you, um, look outside your door because just even grasses or um, flowers you have in your garden or sticks and brambles that you have actually look beautiful. And what my favorite thing to do on a table is I have little square squat. Well, they're actually square um, um, vases. They're like a heavy glass, like cubes almost. 
And if you run them down the center of your table and you could fill them with different things and then you have a spot for, you know, of course, I've, I love candles on a table. So that's really easy and creative and you can change that seasonally. And I mean, I'm just thinking like, you know, put Christmas balls in them or the fall, mm-hmm. you know, put um, like paper filler and stick a pumpkin on top of them. And the Great other idea. thing is the top of a stack of dishes. If you have a set of white dishes, I love to buy, I look for dessert plates, even smaller than that, small little dishes in different colors and themes that literally change an ordinary white place setting or whatever you have into something either seasonal or festive or um, like a, ho- a holiday, whether it be Thanksgiving, 4th of July, just by buying uh, sets of these of different little size dessert di- dessert plates, and they really are inexpensive. My favorite two places for those: Pier One and Home Goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yvonne, and- would you just uh, decorate? the table with those as the set I would, or would put you those actually on top use of, them? No, I would put them on top. Oh, oh, you mean where are they in my house? No, there, no. It, so, so you're setting the table and you're, I'm guessing mm-hmm. you have your regular white plate and then are you putting this decorative plate that on top of that on top and then mm-hmm. are you using that to put food on or then do you take that away well if it's a salad plate sure if it's a little smaller than that maybe i just put a little dessert or a little something on it later okay. but i'm not one that holds to like what how many dishes you have at a place setting you use mm-hmm. i'm very free with breaking the the tablescaping rules Okay. Right. But when you take up your dinner plate, you take, you take up your charger too, right? I take everything off the table. Right. I I mean, for the next course, you mean? I take everything off the table. I don't, I don't eat with the charger. Oh, okay. But I mean, if, okay. Yeah. I, so, well, we're using them for the, okay. So we're using them. You don't use those when you're actually serving a meal then. No, because I think it, it gets, they're so big and I know exactly what you're talking about. I have, uh, we call them um, my berry plates in there. I get asked about them all the time. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to find them for the past several years and they're oversized. And I just think oh. your meal gets lost on them. So you okay. would take, so just a stepping, you mm-hmm. know, taking this one step at a time, you set mm-hmm. the table, which has the charger. Mm-hmm. And do you just, and then maybe you put a decorative plate on top no, of it. No, she's saying she doesn't use the chargers when she sets the table. I do, but I don't, we don't eat on them. Like oh, right, no, an you're oversized not to plate. Okay. No, 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 no. You would eat oh, on no. a plate on top. It depends. No, but I'm just saying if you're going then to a second course, you would just pick up the charger with the plate is what I'm saying. Okay, I wait a up- second. Wait a second. Let's be clear here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've got the charger, Yvonne. Yes. Okay. And then you're going to put the white plate. Right. And then you're going to put a decorative plate. Now, yes. now the food's coming out. Your holiday brisket is now making its way into the dining room. Well, before have it does you cleared that, everything? I have cleared everything. And then you bring back a plate with food on it. Uh, there's two options. Okay. You could use some of the dishes if you're going to have a buffet. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I like the idea of a buffet unless it is a very formal dinner because I think people like to pick and choose what they want on their plate. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, and yeah. I have, I do have the space for it. And I am like, not even at Thanksgiving or anything, do I serve dinner on my table? It's mm-hmm. either I plate it and take it, which is not often, or I serve it buffet style. And I like sort of that casual. I like that little bit of casualness. And well, then yeah. those plates can appear again at the buffet station. Okay. Which is, so you would which take is the charger and the plate away. Always. Invite mm-hmm. the people to the buffet. And maybe mm-hmm. you've stacked up the dinner plates there. Exactly. And they, they okay. Now, although I like to, if I serve, if I serve a salad, maybe those, those plates, those little decorative plates, let's say they're red with the red, a stripe around them, which I have. They can be used for Memorial Day, Fourth um, of July, Labor Day, summer, and Christmas. That's why right. I like them right. because mm-hmm. they give a nod to whatever the seasonal color is, and but they're not so specific that you could only like use them at Christmas or if they have right. stars. Like they're not the spowed or something. Yeah. Right. Well, speaking mm-hmm. of color, one of the things I like to do to add color to the table is to use Moroccan tea glasses. They're just so peppy and fun. I love them for the holidays. I love them for other events. And it okay. just seems like they just- I don't know what that is. Oh, those well, are? They're little, I mean, I use them uh, as votive holders, but they're short little glasses. They tend to be very decorative. They're, they're bright colors, maybe like pink or blue or red, maybe a cobalt blue, but they also have gold decorative stuff on. It looks very Moroccan. Are they like a shot glass size? Uh, yes. Well, oh, I taller. know exactly what they See, are. There then. you go. There okay. you go. Yes. Well, now if you called them a shot glass, yeah, well, I recognize them. I'm sorry. I was calling them oh, the wrong thing. I didn't recognize them when they were tea glasses, but so you can use those. Shots. But I love those sort of things. You can put the candles in them. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's so many colors. You could use the pink for mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, the red for Christmas. I mean, there's just so many colors. And then you know, you can use them year round. But they're not only good for the little candles, but you could put flowers in them. And another special Mm -hmm. little thing I love to do for guests is for everybody to have their own individual vase of flowers on their plate. And so you could use a little uh, Moroccan Ding your bell. I love that. That was going to be the thing I was going to say. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I love that. And so you would put that on top of the napkin then? Or just probably by the... Up by the um, glass, water glass. Or, well, or the I other would, side. Put, yeah, I could either put it there. I like putting it on the plate and then I would just have the napkin to the left. Then. Oh, fun. Okay. Well, let me say, while we're talking about the holidays, we're weaving holidays in and out of this conversation. We kind of can't wait for the holidays, right? I mean, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to get my Christmas tree up. I know, shame, shame, shame on me. Uh, mine is not up yet, but you have yours <laughs> up, probably several. Idea of the little flowers around the table, maybe just spread out around or on each person's plate uh, when the meal starts. And then, like I said, you can Mm -hmm. use the Moroccan tea glasses. You could also use little liqueur glasses. There's some gorgeous Mm -hmm. little vintage ones. Usually they're little stemmed, but they'd be cute with a little, very small little flowers in there. And it certainly doesn't take many flowers. Usually you can just snip something from your garden to put in there. Uh, So sweet. Like a little sherry glasses or something. And you can pick those up for nothing at thrift stores. Mm, Absolutely. Exactly. So, or the little mini white creamers, they look like ironstone, but you Mm -hmm. can get the little small ones, Mm -hmm. just a couple inches tall. I think those would be cute filled with flowers. And they're also really nice if, if you are serving coffee or tea. Oh, to put real cream in them. <laughs> yes, and use individually. They're so precious. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. So people don't have to say, can you pass that? 
That's right. That's a great and I'm going to mention those yogurt containers again. I think I talked about them in one episode a while back, but those glass yogurt containers, I've seen them again and they are the perfect mini vase. What brand? You know, they, the brand that I got, they don't have anymore. And oh. off the top of my head, I cannot remember the brand of this because I have like about 40 of them. So I'm not buying them anymore. <laughs> okay. It, there's a couple of different brands out there. It's kind of a, um, uh, they're not that expensive, but it's kind of more of a unique yogurt flavor. Like they oh, might have ginger okay. and apricot or okay. something like that. Mm. So look for that. And even if you're not a giant yogurt fan, you know, you could just maybe put the yogurt in a recipe or something like that. Or, or you know, sorry to say, dump it down because they're less expensive than trying to go out and buy little vases somewhere. And the glasses okay. are perfectly sized for what Nanita is talking about. Oh, okay. Well, another thing that I wanted to throw out before, uh, before, you know, I'm trying to run everything in here. What are you racing? It's, we got plenty of time. Yeah. Well, I know, but I don't always get a chance to talk. Oh, okay. I didn't want to say that. Because I know you all have lots of ideas you want to throw out there. But the other thing that's kind of fun, I love using a fish set. They're they're vintage. They have the yes, white. I know just what you're talking right. about. So they're mm-hmm. actually they have the the kind of the ivory handles. Uh, so these are almost always vintage. The knives, obviously, it's a fish set. They were meant for the fish course when people had a fish course. And so the knives are not really for cutting steak, for example. So you -hmm. can't use a fish set if you've got something that, if you really have to use that knife for much. But if you just, if you don't have something really tough to cut with a knife, I think it's so fun to have the fish set out because they're just so beautiful. And usually there's, there's silver plate with the, you know, like I said, with the ivory. Can uh, I ask a question? Mm -hmm. Other than perhaps the telltale ivory handle, how do you know it's a fish set? Are they more slender? There's something- Well, you look at the knife. It's not going to like, it looks like the knife just looks like it's just for cutting butter, basically. Okay. So that's how you tell. They're decorative. There's a lot of detail, kind of curly cues on them. But really that ivory handle is what really gives you the clue. Mm. Okay. That they're, right. that Good they're, to know. Cause if somebody set. finds them in, you know, a thrift store or something, then, you know, it'll help mm-hmm. them identify what they've got. Yeah. And usually it's, uh, yeah, it's that, uh, you know, really it's kind of the old timey, the first version of plastic really. Uh huh. Okay. You know, they're not usually actually real ivory, but, um, and then the other thing I love to use is, silver from Europe, a European silverware that I've gotten on eBay. Uh, I have a lot of silverware from France, but the beautiful thing about the French silverware, I mean, and you'll notice that the forks and the, the spoons are huge. It looks like you're, you're going to be eating your soup with a serving spoon. <laughs> so they are oversized, but I love the look of them. And the fun thing about using them is you put your fork and spoon, if you're American, what you think of as upside down. Because the design on the forks and the spoons is on the back, what we consider the back. I love that. So is I that love a European that way to set the table? Yes. Upside yes, down? Mm-hmm. I have got something that anybody can do. You don't have to be looking for European. If you have a cup and a saucer, I have the cutest way to fold a napkin. And I'll explain it to you, but we'll also put it in the show notes. And you would take your napkin. Let's, I'm just going to say we have a hot pink napkin and you're going to take the long ends and you're going to um, hold on to the diagonal ends and twist it. So it twists up into like a big, long 
cigar, you know what I mean? A big long rope. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to take it and wrap the rope around your middle finger, um, just twisting, twisting, and you can make a rose out of it. Oh, and mm, very uh, interesting. Okay, is- we'll wait. Everyone go grab a napkin and come back. <laughs> <laughs> you make this big sort of rose that you can put in a teacup. And, and if I do it in the summer, I just use a couple of rose leaves in it. But it is so much fun. They're oh, that's just- so cute. So you put your rose and- leaves. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And here's the really fun part. I mean, anybody could do this. You don't have to iron your napkins because when you unfold them, they are a little wrinkled. So you just go with it. I know. And so Mm -hmm. if you don't want to iron your napkin, just make all these roses. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's fun. And you could even put them on the center of your plate as well. Oh, what a great. Yeah, I can't Mm -hmm. wait to see the pictures of these. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is, you know, you don't have to use a traditional tablecloth to start with. You know, we've talked about this before, but I love to use homespun linen sheets that were Mm -hmm. made, you know, 100, 200, 300 years ago. Mm -hmm. And they, the weird thing about them is they were made on these homemade looms. So they're not very, the looms weren't very wide. uh, So they typically have a seam right down the center. So if, you know, and if you bought a tablecloth that was made, now there's no way there would be a seam in the center. So when you see that seam in the center, that's what tells you that that piece is really old. Oh, mm-hmm. good I have tip. a couple I of those. Like oh, right. Wow. So, mm-hmm. so the old homespun sheets are great. They don't have to be tablecloths. The other thing that I like to use, if there's kind of a special pattern that I want, a lot of times I'll buy two yards of fabric and then just sew the edges or you fold it up or under and use that stitch. Uh, what is it? Stitch witch or something? Witchery. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, just just, so Mm -hmm. you just iron it uh, on, and then it kind of holds your seam in place. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the the fabric remnants are a great thing to use Mm -hmm. for tablecloths. Yeah, and then of course we've said drop cloth too. You can use that's true. I have another idea for a napkin. I collect um, bandanas. Just you know, you can get them now. You can actually get them at at um, your bigger craft stores, Mm -hmm. and I collect them like for the summer in red, white, and blue. And I just keep a whole, st- they're so inexpensive, a whole stack of those on hand. And so when we eat outside, um, you just got instant napkins. That's so cute. They're and well, instant napkins. I use the bandanas too. And I think I mentioned to you when I did kind of a French theme outdoor party, I bought uh, bandanas in a twall pattern. I never heard of that. Uh. Well, I know, but I found them. Well, apparently no one else, everyone thought they were weird. For the French cowboys. (laughs) Yes. So, I mean, nobody, but then one bought them. So they were like marked down discounts. So I I was like, I'll tell cowboys. Mm -hmm. I don't think any of the dudes we saw in Texas ever going to wear a twall bandana. Yeah. No self-respecting Texan guy is going to buy them. So I, I got them all for a song. And so I think I'm like, I'll take all of them. Yeah. <laughs> they were marked right. down. Uh, but also, you know, I think we've talked about you can use, well, especially if you're having a barbecue or something, ribs. If you're going to be serving something really messy, you might want to have something larger than a traditional sized napkin. Mm-hmm. So you might want a hand towel. Or if you're using the old kind of napkins, they tended to be really large. So some of the older ones, antique ones, are very large. But the other thing I wanted to mention is because I know my mother-in-law, you know, she really felt like if you were serving a dinner, a nice dinner, you had to have a linen white tablecloth and 
linen napkins. So mm. I love linen napkins, but you know, if it's not formal, I don't think you, you, you can use cotton and, uh, you know, you can use one piece larger for your lap and then maybe a smaller one, mm-hmm. you know, for mm-hmm. dabbing your dainty mouth or, <laughs> you know, whatever. So anyway, so that's another option. And I'm going to piggyback off of that, Anita. Don't be afraid to use double napkins in your, tablescape because I think right. that's a beautiful look um, like a floral with a check or something so are, like do that. you mm-hmm. see them twisted together in the napkin ring what how do you uh, display them on the table um, actually I like to put those in like a a, a, flu, uh, a stemmed water glass yeah so you I'm, put the smaller exactly one in the water glass mind. and I the like larger one on the plate in. I like them both in like you know you just you just uh, lay one on top of the other and pick pick the whole thing up by the center, turn it upside down and plop it into your glass. I like that. Oh, that that sounds nice. Fabric, yeah. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. Let me talk to you about another thing to put down your table. And people forget about this. It's so, so easy. Just if you have like a um, breadboard, put it down your table and put like run apples down it or lemons with lemon leaves, something that easy with little votives. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, great idea. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful. Absolutely. I couldn't mm-hmm. agree more. That sounds mm-hmm. wonderful. I mean, you just something simple, natural, you know, we've talked about it, just some flowers from the grocery store. I mean, you would, should see uh, when we were on the, the set, uh, what, what Kelly did this week. And there were just, and there weren't a lot of choices at that grocery store, <laughs> but were, she made some movie magic with those little choice of, of selection of flowers that we had. But yeah, we did a good job with those. Did mm-hmm. you That's use great. baby's breath? Oh no, oh, they no. didn't even have, no, they didn't no, have they that. didn't have that. But everything, everything looked, oh yeah, yeah, a little sad. Yeah, well, some <laughs> of the, the well, there they. I think they just weren't selling, so most of the flowers were kind of droopy. But then they had a fresh mm-hmm. box in there, and we were just like grabbing everything out of the box. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The girl in the floral department was a little overtaken by us because we were in a rush. <laughs> I know. I felt. I feel bad for him, for you. Do you ever? Would you ever put a napkin? I'm thinking when you were saying the oversized ones. What do you think about laying it over the back of your chair? I mean, I hear. I I understand that that's also like an indication to a waiter that you know you'll be coming back and you can. I've put never it over, your chair. over the chair. I would. Yeah. Put did over you ever do that? Lean it over the back of the chair if it's like a tea towel size one or something like that. Just to I, add I, I feel like I'd be thrown color? out of the restaurant. Oh, <laughs> putting it over the back of the chair. I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I yeah. think I would keep. I think I would keep my things that belong on the table on the table. On the table. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't, I would love to see it done beautifully over the back of a chair. I'd love to see what that looks like. Well, but you know, I was just thinking, yeah, I mean, the back of the chair, I think you can do some things if it's a, a you know, just kind of a nice fun event, maybe with a bow or something, but I don't think I'd put my napkin back there. Okay. I'm just thinking about ways to bring a little mm-hmm. more color around. But that's certain. Well, you get an A for effort there, Kelly. Well, thank you. I mean, You're you don't have to creative. like every idea I have, you know. I mean, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm no. okay with it. I'm not going to okay. be upset or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sounds really over I think over it's time it. to go. Who's closing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because that's right. Because yesterday I was like, you know, after we were getting punchy, I'm like, how about this? And then she'd go, how about this? And I'd be like, <laughs> oh, when we were decorating? Did you was, take your yeah. dinghy back? Was that only yesterday? Oh my well, God. Yeah, that was yesterday. No, it was the day before yesterday. It was the day before that we were, yeah, kind of oh getting cranky. Oh, goodness. And, yeah. I wasn't getting cranky. 
Oh. Anyway, I think we had a great time today, and some creative ideas came out at the end there. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think this is so exciting to have the holidays upon us, and we can use these ideas. We hope that we um, inspired you today to add some flourishes to your table that you might not have thought of. And if you weren't quite sure, or you hesitated as to where that fork was supposed to go, now you know for sure. And we'll put lots of the things that we talked about today in the show notes. So remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www dot decorating tips and tricks.com or you can subscribe through apple podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners when you subscribe dtt comes free right to you three days a week so until next time <laughs>